TED Audio Collective. A quick new idea daily from the world's greatest TEDx talks. I'm your host, Atosa Leone, and this is TEDx Shorts. What's your superpower? Angela Francis believes that hers might be being a mixed-race economist who grew up in Derby, something that gives her a unique perspective when it comes to tackling climate change. A passionate environmentalist, Angela sees that the key to overcoming climate challenges is proving to the public that a green economy can quickly change their lives for the better. Rather than trying to edge the environment to the top of a priority list already overloaded with issues like healthcare, crime, and the economy, she argues that only by engaging with broader conversations about the kind of world we want will the environmental sector be able to design policies that all of us, especially the marginalized, can get behind. I remember climbing to the top of our airing cupboard at home. I must have been six or seven and trying to flick my wrists in the right way to make the spider web shoot out. I thought I had some superpowers, I just had to work out what they were. It was a disappointing afternoon. In the end, it didn't come with a suit, but I found there aren't many people like me in the environment sector, and being a black economist who grew up in Derby is my superpower in the fight for the environment. And we're facing huge challenges, but they are not insurmountable. People have been working on climate change and nature restoration for years, and they know what we need to do, and they know the sooner we act, the easier it will be. And we're not talking about a few green sectors. We're talking about changing the whole economy, using investment and policy to reward people and businesses for the decisions they take that lower carbon and restore nature rather than degrade it. The problem is politicians aren't acting at the speed or scale we need them to because they think the public want them to do something else first. How do we put the environment at the top of that list? My answer is, we don't. We look at this the other way around instead. We show how moving to a green economy delivers on the things that people are already worried about. It improves their lives, whether they care about the environment or not. We're at the point we need to have a very different conversation with people because we need to make the case to rapidly move to a green economy at a time people are facing real economic challenges, and we can't ask them to put that to one side. And we need to make the case to rapidly move to a green economy at a time of rising populism, which says leaving the EU or stopping immigration will solve all our problems. It won't, but we have to give people real solutions instead. You might be asking, why do we need to change the conversation now when interest in the environment has never been higher? Aren't we already winning? Yes, in some ways we are. But we have all the people who are motivated by the plight of the polar bear and the loss of the rainforest. We have all the people who can change their whole life around and make every decision based on how they lower their carbon footprint. You might be one of those people. That is amazing. You are a trailblazer. But that is not a route that everyone can follow, and it is not enough to rely on what individuals can do by themselves. Now, we also need the backing of people who've got other things on their mind. Bills to pay, a busy and polluted route to school for the kids, crap job. They need to know the green economy is going to work for them. They do not need another thing to worry about. They do not need to be made to feel guilty. And they do not need to be asked to sacrifice something they don't have. 
It's like the Gilets Jaunes protesters were saying in France about fuel prices and the cost of living. In my experience, if you want to achieve change and persuade people, you have to talk to them about the things that they care about, not the things you care about. And if you ask people what are the biggest issues facing the country, they say Brexit, that's said by most people by far, and then they say health, and then the environment comes level pegging with crime and the economy. Rather than constantly trying to put environment at the top of the list, we need to show how delivering a green economy will improve our health and our well-being and our quality of life, how it will deliver better jobs, a better economy, more opportunities. I'd even go as far as to say how it deals with the underlying consequences of Brexit. How does environmental policy do all that? We keep being told that it's going to cost too much to save the planet. That's not true. The investments we need to make to move to a net zero economy will pay for themselves in jobs, opportunities, health and well-being. And that's just the climate action. It's increasingly clear we need to deal with climate and nature risk together. Species loss, habitat loss, climate change are all driven by the same broken patterns of consumption and production. If we get this right, dealing with climate change will help us preserve nature, and investing in nature will help us mitigate and adapt to climate change. It is not enough to say there's all this great stuff coming. We have to show how it's going to reach people. We can't just talk about 210,000 jobs which have been created in low-carbon and renewable industries. We also have to talk about how so-called dirty industries, construction and manufacturing, how they will generate better quality, highly skilled jobs if they're investing in water, energy, material efficiency, in products that last longer and produce less waste. We haven't even done the basics yet. We haven't even stopped supporting fossil fuels. The environment sector has to show it's on the side of people who need these solutions. We have the technical side. Now we need the social and economic policies to make this work for people. And this isn't just a moral preference for fairness. This is also about effective policy. Everywhere in the world is facing these same challenges. And businesses want to invest in the solutions in the places where government is really thinking about how to create the conditions for change and how to build widespread public support. The people side of this is not somebody else's job. This is our job as environmentalists too. The environment sector has to be right in the middle of a conversation about what kind of country we want to be and how our policies will really improve people's lives. The fairness of the green transition is not a nice to have. It is a thing that will make the transition happen or not. We will get stuck in protests if we don't make this work for people. If you're serious about moving to the green economy, like I am, you have to be serious about getting the benefits to the people who need them first. There is no way of delivering a change this big without doing that. So my superpower might not be to do whatever a spider can. My superpower is not trying to add to the list of things that people care about, but showing how the plan for a green economy is a plan to improve lives right now. The TEDx talk you just listened to was recorded in London, England. All TEDx events are independently organized by volunteers who believe in TED's mission of ideas worth spreading. Thanks to the organizing team at TEDx London Women. Want to listen to more TEDx talks? Explore the entire archive on the TEDx YouTube channel. I'm Atusa Leone. Thanks for listening and see you tomorrow.
RX.